0: Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. This weekend, folks around the globe are preparing to celebrate Valentine's Day, and often on our podcast, we discuss love and God's love. It's one of my favorite spiritual topics to talk about, the love of God. And so, I wanted to do a little research about Valentine's Day because I know that it's also called Saint Valentine's Day. So, I did a little research, and I just love this story, and I I would love to share it with you. Valentine was a bishop who helped perform secret marriage ceremonies. Um, You see, way back in like 270 AD, for soldiers who were in opposition to the ruler at the time, the monarch, Claudius II. In that era, it was the golden era of the Roman Empire. But that empire had almost come to an end. And they were very troubled about losing power. So, they had a lot of lack of quality administrators, and it led to a lot of civil strife in that culture during that time. The Roman Empire faced opposition from all sides. They had a lot of enemies. So, they needed more soldiers to fight in these battles so they could hold on to the empire that they worked so hard to achieve. When the emperor, Claudius, became emperor, he felt like um, soldiers— could not be a good soldier if they were married because then they were emotionally attached to their wives, and they wouldn't be serving their role as being soldiers in the government. So he had an edict uh, written up forbidding marriage. Well, you know, these young couples would fall in love, and even soldiers would fall in love, and the kindly bishop realized that this was a terrible injustice. So in secret, Valentine, he, um, he went uh, behind the scenes and he countered the monarch's orders in secret, and in a secret place, he he joined couples in matrimony. Well, he did this for a, a, a good period of time, and, and people always reached out to him because they know that he would secretly do these weddings, but he was discovered and he was jailed. And during the time when he was jailed, he befriended the daughter of one of the jailers. She was a young blind girl, and he really worked with her and inspired her, and he prayed for her healing with her. And right before he was executed, he asked for a pen and paper because he had developed this beautiful relationship with this young woman. And he wrote her a letter, encouraged her to go on with her life and to, to keep going, although she had a lot, of, a lot of distractions in her life, a lot of difficulties. And he wrote her this kind note before he was executed, and he signed it from your Valentine. The date that he was executed was February the 14th, Valentine's Day, of course, 270 AD. So Valentine's Day, February 14th, it became a day for these young Romans to then write handwritten messages of love. So, St. Valentine, as he became known, um, he became a legend. And young couples on this day would write handwritten notes to each other, which now have become Valentine's and Valentine's cards. So, exchanging the cards, and now what has become a day around the world, to express and show your love to those whom you care for and you do love. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, what the Bible says about love. And, you know, when we look at the very first book in the Bible, it's the book of Genesis, and we read the story about how God created the world, and he created human beings in his own image, and then he created male and female. And it's a beautiful story about him creating humankind and the love that couples have for each other. Adam and Eve had a deep love, and that was his desire that people wouldn't live alone in this world, but that couples could truly love each other. So the Bible starts out talking about love in a beautiful way, in a relational way. As we go on in the Old Testament, we read one of the books of the Bible in the Song of Solomon, we read the beautiful love stories that is documented that tell the beautiful love between couples. And that two people can share a beautiful love together. So, Scripture really talks a lot about love, not just about loving God, about how much He loves us and about we love Him, but the love we have here on earth with our family and those we care for. Another book in the Bible is Proverbs. And in Proverbs 31, there's a beautiful, beautiful passage about the virtuous woman and about a woman who she loves her family and she loves her spouse and you know it, there's 22 letters of the hebrew alphabet and in this uh, psalm 31 it really is a word play it's a beautiful sonnet and all 21 hebrew alphabets each line of this sonnet talks about the love that this woman exemplifies to those in her family there really is a beauty of love too In the New Testament, we look, and the Apostle Paul speaks of the virtues of faith and of hope. But Paul talks about love, and he puts it on a higher pedestal. How is it that love could be higher than faith and hope, but love is placed on a higher pedestal and admired? How is it that love towers even above faith? Because, you know, we... We, we learn in the scripture, it says faith, that we cannot please God without faith. But love is so vitally important. The love that we share to those that brought God has brought into our life and sharing the love of God in our relationship with him. And then, you know, the hope that sustains us and inspires us as Christians, it's very important. But love is the eternal binding factor that keeps us connected to our loving God. I read an acronym, an acronym for love uh, this week, and I'd like to share with you. L stands for loyalty. We, we truly love our creator, and we want to be loyal to him. You know, early in uh, Christianity, many early Christians were called upon to show their loyalty. It was a very contentious time in that culture. And you know, in our world today, we have so much to be thankful for that uh, we here in the United States and around the world, many countries were able to worship openly and freely. And that is such a gift. But do we stand up in our lives, maybe not for the right to worship, but do we stand up in our world for what is right and what is moral and what is just and what is fair? When we're loyal to God, We want fairness and equity with all. The second is O, which stands for obedience. When I think about obedience, I think about the Old Testament story about Abraham, who was called upon to sacrifice his very son. And he he really wanted to please God, and he wanted to do the right thing. But he was a father, and he loved his son. And he struggled with that but he wanted to obey God. And then in the end, because of his obedience, he didn't have to sacrifice a family member. You know, a lot of us feel guilt in our lives for uh, wanting to be obedient about certain things. And, you know, at the log cabin in our church, our our leadership, we're very wonderful about not placing guilt on anyone. We don't say you have to come to church every Sunday morning. You have to give a certain amount of money. You have to do this or that. You know, those are personal decisions. And in your own spiritual life, you have to decide what you feel like you're called to do to be obedient in your life. So don't let anyone else tell you, but it must be between you and God and your own personal relationship how you are going to be obedient. L is for loyalty, O is for obedience, V in love is for vulnerability. You know, love exposes us to hurt. Many of us early in our lives have had loves where we were desperately hurt in that love relationship. But you know, a lot of times we do get hurt in life. And then sometimes we are, we gravitate to a play it safe kind of indifference. You know, it really is a risk to love. And it's a risk to allow God's love to stream through our hearts and our minds. The world sometimes can be a rough, indifferent place. But we as Christians are called to show our love to those around us. So we risk loving, even if sometimes we get hurt. The quote I read this week that I love, it says, Nothing costs more than loving except not loving. It's a risk to love, but it's a wonderful risk to take with wonderful benefits. L stands for loyalty, O is for obedience, V is vulnerability, and E in love is for enjoyment. The love of family and friends makes our life and our world very warm and very secure. Are others feeling warm and secure in your presence? Do they feel the love of God through your actions? And through your deeds and through your words. I think they do. As we conclude our podcast today, I want us to remember that Christianity is not only about Christ living in us, but Christ living through us, allowing Christ to live his life through us so others can see the bright light of Christ shining in our lives. This Monday, we celebrate Valentine's Day, and I want to remind you that Monday is Saint Valentine's Day, because we learned the beautiful story of the Bishop Saint Valentine. I'd like to close with these words from the New Testament, from First John, where we read in in chapter four these words: "Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God." As we celebrate Valentine's Day on Monday, my prayer for you. Is is that you feel the love of God, you sense the love of God deep within your spirit, and we show and we express the love of God to those we come in contact with. Thank you, God bless you, and happy St. Valentine's Day.